0: Right, I am here with Dave and Heather Burdan, and um, they are in their first year of leading a community group, and what a great year to, <laughs> to start things off. Um, so thank you guys for uh, how you um, serve so well and love sincerely, and um, and I, I just there's a situation, several situations in your that you've had in your group. And I thought it'd be helpful t- for others to hear about that, especially on how you've navigated um, this last year in particular, as far as walking through um, what we're all walking through as far as dealing with, with COVID and, um, and how that's impacted your group and your relationships and specifically how it's um, how God's used it to bring people closer to Him and closer to each other. Well,
1: our situation is that we were birthed out of Bud and Linda Pinnell's community group, so we started in September of 2019, and everything was going along very smoothly until COVID came. But just to step back in January of 2020, we had a woman that just started coming to Grace, was a non-believer that joined our group. And By joining our group and realizing she was a non-believer, Heather began to meet with her on a regular basis, and it was through those meetings that she accepted Christ. Mm. So when everything shut down, uh, our group began meeting regularly on Zoom, and we actually met until the end of June on Zoom. And then we took a couple months off, but prior to starting up in September, we spoke to David, because we had a unique situation Mm -hmm. within our group, and I'll just let Heather explain that situation.
2: Yeah, um, so we began meeting uh, September 2020, as Dave said, and um, we had an individual in our group who, uh, and it was actually the woman Dave referred to, who works in a hospital setting, and um, she is exposed um, to covid um, through test, uh, being involved in the testing process. So we had to make some decisions with regards to, um, you know, the weather was going to get cold soon and what's that going to look like for our group? Um, were were we going to be able to safely meet in our home? Um, we had a pretty big group, so to do six feet social distancing, you know, was going to be tricky. So we reached out to, uh, David Michael here and asked him um, about how that might look and how other groups were doing it and what they were advising. We also um, reached out to a medical doctor who's a believer that we have a ton of respect for and asked his advice. And basically the consensus was we do have a high risk group. We have older people. Uh, We have uh, one individual who's dealing with cancer And just other various issues. And so the question was, can we do this safely inside? And Mm -hmm. so um, the response was, we have to be careful and we should, there there are certain things we should do. Um, And so what that looked like was we just decided to, uh, the recommendation was to wear masks, that we would remain six feet apart, that we would, Decided not to serve refreshments or beverages. Have hand sanitizer available, and just do our best to to all be social distant social distancing in our in our home. Yeah. So um, that's what we began doing. But there were certain people that had to choose from the beginning to Zoom. So we have a hybrid group where we had a handful of people, or probably just three to start, that were um, zooming into the meetings and the rest of us were meeting.
0: Um, as you started meeting, it just kind of came up in conversation of, do you guys really want to wear, wear masks? Is that, is that kind of how it happened? No, or? I
2: think we just told everybody the recommendation was to, from, from the person we consulted with was to wear them, but it was everybody's option. And we originally asked people, to where I'm coming in and going out.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: and then it became clear that nobody was real concerned <laughs> okay. about it. So,
0: and then the, um, this one, the one individual who worked, um, in the medical arena, you asked her to wear a mask. Correct. Yes. Um, and everybody, uh, was kind of agreed to that, that she probably should just because of her Um, I think
2: it was based more on the recommendation that we got from the medical professional that she should wear it because she was the one that was potentially at risk. So I spoke with her very carefully. Okay. um, You know, off to the side when I was with her um, one-on-one and expressed that we felt like that was a good, like, despite what everybody else chooses to do, we would like. For you to wear it, mm-hmm. um, and she, based on this recommendation, yeah,
0: and she was she received that very okay. well, very okay.
2: well. She said, "I'm I'm wearing it, you know, uh, PPE all day. I'm used to it. I'll be fine." But the thing to really I think also point out is that um, this individual, being a new believer, um, was very anxious to grow. She would come to every meeting, you know basically she when she came into the group, we were zooming I think already. So she was always there on the Zooms. Every time she and I would met meet together, she would come prepared, um, you know, going through a Bible study together, just super hungry, super anxious to grow, yeah. involved in other elements of, of groups of the church that she was being she's been very faithful, hmm. never wants to miss. <laughs> um, but then She came and she's starting to open up to the group um, and share some really difficult things. And then this past week, um, she came or she, before we met, I got a text from her saying, It just is too hard for me to wear the mask. So I think I'm going to stop coming and I'll just be zooming if I can get my computer fixed. And um, I feel like I've begun to open up to the group, but I feel hidden behind this mask Hmm. and I just can't do it. is what she said which you know was very concerning when you know when I got this text it was just before we we began to meet so at the end of the evening we expressed to the group what what this gal had said had texted that she was no longer comfortable wearing the masks. so we had a really honestly it was an amazing conversation that lasted about an hour about the importance of Putting her first and not being fearful um, and trusting God with this, and there was a, there was a lot of back and forth and there were some challenging questions asked, but really ultimately, um, and I had just read Piper's coronavirus uh-huh. book, yeah, Christ and Coronavirus, and that was a turning point for me because. He talked about the need to take risk in ministry and loving others well. Mm, And that just, you know, it helped me to really see the need. Um, But our group has really chosen. uh, We just really want to point out the people in our group have Mm -hmm. been super loving and caring toward this woman and wanting to create an environment where she feels comfortable, where she can grow And putting her above themselves Hmm. completely Hmm. and and any concern they might have. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so you mentioned as well there was one couple in particular that they made a decision. Yes. What was and what did they what they do?
2: They're caring for their brand new grandbaby that was a baby that was long time coming. That Mm. their daughter had prayed for this baby for years. And so they're now caring for this little helping care for this little baby, as well as a grandson. And their daughters are very concerned about this virus. And so they feel that, you know, because their daughter's wishes are that they not put themselves at any additional risk. Um, they've made it very clear last week that they wanna step back and start Zooming because they want this, um, this woman to be able to come.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean the group. I can just. It just sounds like they have um, gathered together, talking about this together. It's not you guys making these decisions, but no, together was, you're definitely you're talking through it and and caring um, for for this individual. Um, but also, there. It's not like anybody is just. They've just checked out or anything. They're all oh, still no,
2: not at all. Um, yeah. a part
0: of it and um, you know, and, and growing individually.
2: Yes, for sure. And just preferring others, like really living that out. And honestly, for Dave and I, I think our big difficulty in this last step of saying it's fine to not wear a ma- mask is, is I think very al- much along the lines of being responsible. It's our home and we're the mm-hmm. ones hosting and we as leaders want to be do the responsible thing. Yeah. So is this responsible? And they, in this conversation, they were able to help us to see that, you know, the responsibility came also largely in just loving her mm. and not necessarily worrying about whether this is technically a good decision. Yeah. Mm. To have someone either wear or not wear a mask mm-hmm. that's that's possibly more at risk
0: yeah well great that's i mean and that's exciting to me um just hearing how god is is using our current circumstances the things that we are all a part of um for people's growth and this isn't something that we just um endure and get over <laughs> um just waiting for it to be over with but Um, just how God is using it currently um, in our lives and in our groups so thank you for uh, patiently I know it's it's taken many (laughs) conversations and um, and a lot of effort to walk through it so thank you for doing that thank you for sharing thank you